This standing chat is hosted by Humbleworks, the designers and manufacturers of quality, ergonomically designed standing desks and related products. We'll be speaking to Dr. James Levine, the authority on the benefits of standing versus sitting. He's received more than 50 awards in the field of science, started more than two dozen companies, and is the author of Get Up, a book which opened the eyes of millions of people to our modern sedentary lifestyle and the health issues behind sitting down for extended periods of time. So hello again, Dr. James Levine. Hi, how are hey. you in here? I'm good, here I'm we are good. In London. Here we are in London, final episode. So I've got a few burning questions that I need you to round up for me. That's so what I'm here for. Throughout these episodes, you know, we've touched on why we need to be standing over sitting. We have gone into the science behind it. I understand how I need to change my life um, in order to live a more active lifestyle that isn't revolved around the seat. But what I, I guess, know that we haven't touched on is how it makes you feel, how these changes are gonna make you feel. I really, you know, have many memories of a child just moving and feeling happiness in just moving you know one of the biggest memories for me i think was jumping in the waves down in cornwall so i really do know that innately moving does bring me joy and fuels my soul and i can totally see how sort of my lifestyle has been revolved around the sea as i've got older and older and i've stopped this sort of innate feeling I wonder if you can go into that a little bit further for me. Well, it, it's so funny that we're, we're talking here today, right in the middle of old London. I grew up in, in, in London, and I have, as you were talking, I was thinking, I have these distinct memories of cycling around London on my chopper bicycle. And first of all, as a kid, the bicycle gives you that complete freedom, like maybe the sea did for you, jumping in the sea. And it's the first time that you're liberated. And I've never forgotten that sense of freedom that buzzing around London on a bicycle gave me. And as, and as you are asking the question, you're talking about feelings. I remember this. And I remember feeling free. And it's paradoxical and true that all of this, when you start to think about it, is actually about freedom. That's what it's about. As with other people, for me, for others, I live in a free society. I can say what I want. I can do what I want, actually. I can be with whom I want. I can be of any gender, any color, any race. I have all these freedoms. But what is astonishing when I think about it, and think about your question, is how many of those freedoms I've given up. I've given them up to my boss. I've given them up to commitments. I've given them up to financial objectives that are completely unnecessary and don't involve sharing. And I think about, as a kid, just like what you said, I don't know if you remember, I'm sure it was the same, maybe it was the same for you, maybe it wasn't, 
you're playing as a little kid, you've got the Tonka truck, and the kid next to you is eyeing it. And you say to her, I'm playing with it. And the teacher says, James, share. And you hand over your truck to the little girl who's playing next to you. I don't remember her name, but I remember it distinctly. It's, in, it's innate as a child to share. I remember in Minnesota, living in a beautiful house on the lake and not knowing for more than a year that my next door neighbor had lost his job and that the family were in difficulty. And I remember when I found out, I literally felt gutted. And not felt gutted out of remorse. I felt gutted that I was so switched off from everyone else in the world that I was so entirely focused on myself. And those basic elements of childhood, painting. Do you remember we all in school had to paint, had to do art? Who of us does art? We used to have to write poems. When was the last time I wrote a poem? We used to have to sing songs together. I was actually the kid in the class, Mrs. Partridge, would point to and say, Levine, sing, sing that for me. Okay, next chorus, you keep quiet. But we all used to sit and sing. When we went into the playground, we played together. There was no choice, you played together. We were part of an enterprise. Where has all of that gone? And it's easy to argue, and it's easy to say, it's been taken from us by our employer, by the economic environment, by the bosses. But the better truth is that we've given it up. We've forsaken ourselves. And if you think it's complex, I mentioned to you before, I used to work in the Kibera slum in Nairobi the poorest place on earth. And I used to have a driver called JJ. JJ was this massive guy. And his main job, and he was the best at it, was to keep me alive, because it was actually a really dangerous place. And we used to go around, we, used to, we, were, con we were conducting studies on how to make health access better in Kibera. And, and we always stopped at lunchtime. And just to be traditional and to fit in culturally, we'd sit and drink beer like in the central square one day the two of us were drinking beer and in front of us were playing football football was being played by 20 odd kids most of them honestly wore shorts and nothing else a couple had t-shirts and they were playing football with a can a rusted can the game was aggressive and it was violent and it was serious but it was play and it cost nothing and the joy of these children, and I don't want to be, I don't want to sound patronizing, and I don't want to reduce the impact of poverty on people's lives. It's horrific, and we can't imagine it. And I'm the worst at sharing I, of anybody listening to this podcast. But the simple act of play amongst these children rem reminds me, as I talk to you now, of where has all that gone? and you talk about feelings, that's really what all of this is about. The toolkit, the escape from the chair, the reversal of sedentariness, being active, taking on, 
tiny little actions in our lives and sustaining them into a new life. Building a better self, looking in the mirror and liking the person I see. That person shares. That guy would know if his neighbor had lost his job because that guy's actually engaged with his neighborhood. That's the guy I want to be. And as you go through and think about this program and other programs, this program may not be for you. This way of life may not be yours because everyone is different. The one thing I'd ask of all of us is that return, that momentary return to what it's like to play as a child. If you're not picked for the team, you cry. You cry because you feel left out. But you may get left out of the football team, but you're invited into the dance team. You may get left out of the dance performance, but you're invited to recite poetry. You may be excluded from singing, but you run the 100 meters, whatever it may be. And I think at the end of the day, all of this, getting up out of your chair is all about that innate childhood need to be free. Whether that's dancing in the waves, whether that's cycling around London, that's what this is all about. Absolutely. I mean, you used that word liberated right at the beginning of our conversation, and I think that is such an amazing way of looking at it. It's liberating your mind moving out of your seat, it's liberating your body, liberating others, because other people are going to see you doing, doing just that as well. And it's coming back to that very innate, very humane feeling that we have as a child where you haven't got any judgment, society hasn't put its implications on you yet and you're just moving freely because that's what you want to do. You know, I tried the other day to put my nine-month-old daughter in front of the television because I needed to do something and she wasn't having any of it. She was moving and she wanted to play and that is what was in her because she hasn't had society tell her that you sit and watch the TV. She just wanted to move and she just wanted to play and I guess this is what it comes down to and what an amazing result to have at the end of our, all these conversations is actually, it's just about feeling joy and playing, just as we did as a child. India, I 100% agree with you. It's time to switch off your device and let's go and play. Absolutely. Thank you.